Hello and welcome. This is the Filmmakers Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk filmmaking from indie film to studio films and everything in between. How to get them made, how to make them, and how to try not to F it up in our very, very humble opinion. Today we're talking to two delightful ladies, Hilary and Anna Shakespeare. Hello girls. Hello. Hello. How you doing? All right? Yeah, good. Good. Good, good. We're going to be chatting about how they made their brilliant film Soundtrack to 16 and their latest film Much Ado. But I wanted to introduce my uh, co-host and podcast editor slash producer. It is Robbie McCain, everyone. Hello, Giles. Wow, that was so serious. I like that. Um, we're <laughs> building up to something dramatic and you just dropped it into... That's what I do. Hello. It's, it's the deadpan. Is, oh, is that your character? Is that what you bring That is my the... character. And thank you for revealing that now. <laughs> Oh, great, great. Um, so we have been um, shooting today, haven't we, Robert? We have. We've been shooting, yeah, in a secret, undisclosed location. With some secret, undisclosed people. Yeah, it's very exciting. So now we've just lied to you. Um, we can actually <laughs> tell you the actual truth. Um, no, we've just been shooting for this TV series today. And yeah, it's gone well. It's gone well, hasn't it? It's yeah, yeah. I think it's going well. Yeah, yeah. it's always fun. <laughs> To yeah. shoot something else. Definitely. In the meantime, trying to get everything ready for the dare for its mm. world premiere on 9th of August in Miami at Popcorn Frights. Do get your tickets if you're anywhere near it. Oh, exciting. If you want to see the trailer, it is online now uh, for my feature film, The Dare. Check it out. It's a good trailer. Not I, for the faint-hearted, though. Thank you, Robbie. I'm glad you said that because... People don't realise that it's a proper full-on gore fest. <laughs> so, yeah, do be aware. But therefore, you might want to watch it now because it has the horror elements of oh. the, uh, the naughty kind. Um, <laughs> we have to... It's mention. not that kind of film. <laughs> no, well, hey, who knows? Hey, that might bring people in. They might want to see it now because, that, to be honest... Oh, I see. I, I, I talked about you, it I got so you, much okay. on the podcast. I think they know it's a psychological... The trailer really creeped me out. Did yeah. it really? Yeah. Oh, thank you for the saying The bed on the bed. I was like... Yeah. yeah. And then you just knew it was going to go. Yeah, you yeah, from the trailer, do you think you know what the story is? Uh, well, I haven't actually seen Saw, but I feel like it had that kind of vibe. Sure. Is it mm-hmm. kind of like that? Yeah, it's got that vibe, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I tried to play it Tillery a second time because she was like, oh, do we watch that? And I got it up and she's like, no, 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 it's horrible, it's too scary. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I remember now, don't do it again. She's like, oh, my God, that's terrible filmmaking. Turn it off. <laughs> no. I just don't watch scary films usually. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I get it, I get it. When it's, you know, it's But that's on. good if the trailer scares you. Yeah, exactly. And if people like that, they want to watch it, right? Yeah. yeah. Super, thank you for watching it and thank you for that comment. Um, so we are sponsored by ScreenCraft. Now, if you don't know about ScreenCraft, you really should. They do competitions for screenwriters and they have their competition, which is available now. And it is finished on August the 31st. So if you've got a drama script ready and you want to get it to these guys and they will be sending it out to some amazing people who are on the panel this time, really have a look at that. Link to that is in the show notes. It is cool as hell. It really does help uh, screenwriters to get their films out there and to the right people. So if you're on the right lines, do that. Screencraft.org. Link to all that is in the show notes. Look out for the Rain Dance discount. I don't know what it is. So what I'll do, I will put that out in a tweet and the link will be in the show notes. So shout outs. God, I forgot last week and I wanted to do these shout outs to people. Don't you just love like when people support you and you've got a platform to actually thank them back? So shout outs to Tessie Anderson, Drew Horner. Drew Horner, right, he's, um, he made Exist recently and he's looking for a producer to join him on his latest feature film. So if you're a producer out there and you want to help him make his next low budget indie film, it's a psychological thriller, uh, go to at Drew Horner. Send him a message. There you go. I'm, I'm even giving people jobs on this podcast. Uh, Greenlit. Shout out to Greenlit. As always, there's some brilliant new filmmakers 
who have their films on that crowdfunding platform right now. It's specifically just for filmmakers. It's brilliant. So shout out to Pete from Greenlit. Go there if you've got a crowdfunder. Andy does some great masterclasses. Shout outs to Sam Evans, uh, Darren Hosh, uh, SJ Charles, Martin Wickham, Matthew Butler Hart, Rob Hagen, uh, John Cowdell. Big shout out to you, brother. Keep strong. And Martin Neely, uh, Victor Rios, who came down to the Make Your Film event. Shout out to you. Connor Burrow, as always, and uh, Bad Movie Night. Uh, and Robbie, shout out to you. Thank you, Jars. Uh, it was on my list. Just It was because I normally do this without people around. Mm. And I, if I forget to thank the person who produced and edited this, it's a bit shit, <laughs> which I did on this week's podcast. So he sat next to me, so I'm doing it as a kind of... Yeah, thanks, Robbie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not bitter, not, not bitter, bitter at all. at Robbie McCain. <laughs> do, do support him. He's a brilliant filmmaker. Where's, where's your website? Uh, yeah, my website is just www.robbiemccain.co.uk. I think you've so. killed people. Yeah. The enthusiasm that you make people <laughs> not want to go to your side. Oh, I must go there. <laughs> Robbie's drawing oh, me dear. in. With his you, you're whispering to make it more voice. seductive. Yeah. Robbie McKay. Robbie McKay. That's the plan. Is yeah. it .com? Yeah. No, .co.uk. Right, okay. Keep it UK. Do you think? Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah. That's I my do, opinion. I just do .com. Your website's .com. But, yeah. but I find that you don't need a .co.uk. I find .com is the universal one. You've heard .co.uk, people can't find it, and there's so many food for thoughts and stuff, so we did it that way. Yeah. That's all I was thinking, yeah. Robin McCain. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think if it's a film, <laughs> that, that makes good sense, yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah. I'm glad we're on the same way there. So that's the shout-outs. And where are we, Giles? We, we Oh, yes. Thank you, Robbie McCain. I knew there was a reason you were here. We are in Directors UK, which is a brilliant place for uh, directors to come and use the space like I am for this podcast. It's uh, a very nice space, I have thank to you, say. Robbie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's like, huge. We're just in yeah. the corner of it. Yeah, yeah, uh, and you get free teas and coffees. Lovely and air conditioned. Uh, they do great courses, events, and screenings. Directors UK, everyone. This is this week's filmmakers podcast with the fantastic Hillary and Anna Shakespeare. Hello, girls. Hello. Hey. I know you've been talking anyway. I just <laughs> thought I'd do that again because it was fun. What's her? So yes, let's talk about your films. Let's talk about you and how you actually managed to to make this brilliant film soundtrack to sixteen. I mean, you could say uh, maybe micro budget. Maybe we'll get to that in a minute. Let's talk about how it came about. Why did you want to make this film? Hilary just finished her degree, and we were, we had always wanted to make films together. And then I guess we kind of wanted to write about. Everyone says like write about something you know. Mm-hmm. And I was actually seventeen, eighteen at the time we oh, wrote really? it. Yeah. You're so like at the time, like things my friends were saying, we just put them straight into the script. Yeah. So. Um, so it, it seemed like a good thing to write about being yeah, it was kind of like yeah like write what you know and the only thing we really knew was like coming of age because we just kind of come of age like I'm a bit older than Anna but I still like I'd just been doing my undergrad so I was still like quite studenty. yeah so it and it like, is a coming of age yeah. tale and it's yeah. really lovely well made it's set in London in the noughties any reason yeah. why you wanted to set it in the noughties just when we were growing up when we were 16 so it's not like yeah. yeah right it's not going back too far that's... i mean it was shot just after the noughties so the only thing we had to kind of like pay attention to change was phones and actually game boys we use game boys we use like old school <laughs> like yeah. 2003 kind of game boys wow. but mostly yeah i guess that that's when we were kind of like that age and it took yeah. that long to get to the screen i suppose it took that long to get it finished in terms of yeah everything yeah that i mean it wasn't it wasn't actually in the noughties that we shot it but it was i mean i i'm like five or six years older than anna oh wow so you totally didn't <laughs> know so, have you known each other <laughs> <laughs> i know oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I just thought you had the same surname. I was like, oh, wow, this is <laughs> Shakespeare's sisters. I was like, most <laughs> people ask how we know each other, and then it's always like, yeah, oh, it comes they? out really late sometimes. Yeah, uh, we well, don't necessarily look. Uh, you do look alike. Yeah, yeah you do look alike. Yes. Yeah, we met at Anna's birth. So yeah, that was no, like, so that's yeah. how we met. Uh, <laughs> since then, it's been. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was like coming of age quite in the noughties and I was like, right. I mean, we were both 16 and I was like the end of the noughties and I was like more mid noughties. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, so. How come you want to make a, a film so young? I mean, that's a great thing to do to go out and say, listen, I'm going to make a feature film without mm -hmm. really, as far as I can tell, making shorts or making anything. Yeah, we hadn't done anything. So wh why make a feature? What was it about that you said, no, let's just go make a feature? It was kind of because we knew so little about film. Like we didn't really know that shorts were a thing. So, why did you <laughs> not study it in knowledge. any way, film at all? No, no, I studied physics and yeah. Anna was still at school, so we didn't really know anything about film at all. This is amazing. Um, so, why, then, what was the inspiration? Why go, I want to make a film? We'd always just like, I think we always had it as a fantasy that we'd be filmmakers, and we always talked about it as, you know, when, when Hillary finished university, when I finished university, and we were both like talking about it as, as such a fantasy, and we always, like, when we were children, we always made films together as a game. Um, and then, yeah, I guess because we didn't really think about, like, we didn't think about making a short. We just, we just thought like the natural thing to do would be to make a full. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't think, I, just, I, I don't think I knew shorts existed. Because yeah. I just like, I mean, I was kind of like your standard cinema goer, just like only saw like high budget films really. So I didn't, we weren't really aware of the whole like filmmaking world that much at the time. So we didn't know what we were doing, but it was kind of like, I just, uh, yeah, we like, I mean, we say we made films when we were little. It was more like, we literally just like, used a camera and filmed us playing a game <laughs> and that's what we thought it was that's, yeah you called it yeah. making films but yeah it was just put a camera in the corner yeah. and yeah. play yeah but hence that's how you started and how you, you got mm. passionate about it and yeah. then you jump I love this this is you girls are amazing and you jumped straight into making soundtrack to 16 mm. and just went right let's just go shoot it so you're writing the script and you're going we want it to about a coming of age story yeah how did you how was your process in writing it how did you come up with the story how did you actually make it into an actual coherent really cool film that it is i decided to take a year out after the physics i didn't want to be a physicist i was just like oh i always wanted to be a filmmaker i'll give that a try yeah um but that was kind of like i wanted to be a a filmmaker in the way that people want to be like a fireman or something or an astronaut. you know yeah, yeah exactly. I want to be an astronaut, but I'll probably yeah. be one you just say yeah. it but you don't know anything about it but you are film fans as well i mean you're kind yeah. of like you obviously have a passion for it so what are the sort of film inspirations that you draw from when we were a bit older we were fin when we were finishing it we were thinking about like what kind of sets it on in the genre and we um my friend clara that um did the art like we gave we gave her all the we were like can you do something similar to those coming of age films like Juno or something where you have the you have the months going through mm. for people to clock quite instantly what genre it's in. When you have the art coming at the beginning, yeah. they kind of understand, oh, okay, this is not one of those artsy coming yeah, of age those things. Those people said to us afterwards, like, oh, it's kind of like Juno. And we were like, yeah, that's because we did art similar to Juno. And it did yeah. it in like 500 Days of Summer uses it well yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah. I really loved what you did with that. And we use it in The Serial Killer's Guide to Life as well. Yeah. We're sort of passing through, you know, the, how many times it can... Yeah numbers basically yeah. i think mm. it's a really good technique sometimes to yeah. use mm. anna was still in school so i was like writing uh in like coffee shops but like near school so then anna like came out at lunchtime and like we discussed like what we, what i was going to write in the afternoon and, right. then, and i'd like write it up and stuff yeah. that's kind of really yeah. cool right? so you'd come out and go well this happened today was it a lot of that or was it I, yeah i think it was more um hillary had all like had kind of her ideas and then i'd come and we kind of structured them a bit and yeah. then I'd just go back to school <laughs> and then Hillary would and then Hillary would write it up and then we'd talk about it afterwards. Yeah, I'd be like, so here's a scene, what do you think? And yeah. we'd like talk about that. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, and, and then we actually shot it in that school, so it's ah, well, that was quite lucky school. that we got. Yeah, mm. we got, and which is funny because like a lot of the, a lot of it's like taken from my own life, like mm-hmm. being a girls' school and stuff like that. So then we actually shot it in the school where a lot of those things happened. Yeah, so mm. we went to the same yeah. school. So right, like, that's really that's yeah. that must be really nice. I mean, in a weird way, yeah. it's sort of like a bit like okay, almost. It's there forever as well, which is what's yeah. really nice. Mm. Your school, and I can't, in my school now, I'm like, I can sort of remember the corridors, but I sort yeah. of can't. You know, it sort of blends mm. into, you know, the extensions and whatever. But yours, yeah. it's kind of there forever, and I think that's really nice. Yeah, it's as well. it was, it was really funny as well, yeah. like going back because I just finished school and then we came back for the summer and like we, we got loads of extras just by getting my friends there because they were all 18. Yeah. And we just got them all back. They just left school. And we were like, can you dress up in school uniform and come back to your old school and just pose in the background? <laughs> so it's really like, funny. All well, my T-shirts aside, all my shirts have got <laughs> writing all over them from yeah. when I left. But <laughs> yeah, we might have to buy some new white shirts. But that's really cool. Yeah, so it was like, it was weird like being, and I remember some of my teachers, I saw them as well. But I was so nervous to say that I was making a film I don't know if for some reason I was like, oh. But they were like, what are you doing here? Yeah, they were like, what yeah, you, what, why, why yeah. are you in the school? They're like, school's over. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I was just like, told off. Yeah, I'm not really doing anything like, wrong. Suspicious. <laughs> I yeah. just love learning. <laughs> <laughs> I just love you, miss. You're amazing. It sort of reminds me of when I... Uh, Security. <laughs> yeah. Um, it reminds me of when I, I went to drama school in Ealing at Drama Studio London. And one of the first big films I got was I Want Candy. And the pub we used oh. to go to after drama school uh, was the film was the pub we filmed I Want Candy in so it was this really weird moment of coming back like two three years later to the pub I used to go and wish I was an actor <laughs> and dream of it and then suddenly I'm filming in this pub on this big movie and it was really weird but it was like that cathartic want to tell everyone but they're not there anymore they don't exist in that world anymore and it was but yeah anyway slightly like that but not um, so let's go back to your writing w- w- together and were you making notes how did you process it how did you actually or did you just write a draft a vomit draft and then rework it how did it work really it was really long it was like 300 pages or something what? in the first draft I think really I how think many months we, did you have because <laughs> it was like based around exams as well Hillary wrote out all the exam questions and the answers. The first person got to read it, they were like, Don't. why is there so much physics in this film? <laughs> and that's wrong, by the way, that physics is wrong. <laughs> right, so you um, proper, yeah, well, because it was your first but, script, you didn't know, yeah, you were yeah. kind of putting everything down. I mean, even so, it, like, even the final draft, we like, that was shaped a lot from when it was like the shooting script to the final script. Like a lot of stuff got cut out. Yeah, yeah. actually so, we were really uh, lucky because we had... A lot of it was voiceover. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the time we recorded the vo- voiceover, that was actually the end when I was finishing uni. And that was like quite a few years later. So we were able to rewrite any of that we wanted to. Really? So we got to rewrite those bits. There was this, a section of the film lot. where we like were testing on our friends and there, it would like get to a point and they would be like, something happens that makes Ben go to his exam. It was like, insert yeah. plot point here. And then just like the film continues. Because it was a green screen. So we had, we could put anything in there. Right. And we had this like whole other plot line that we just cut out and we had the green screen. So we just put something else in there. And Hilary, because she, she actually did um, computer science and like AI, which basically pretty much didn't come and use much during film but then this one thing she was like oh I can use all these programs and just like make the screen screen into something so then she made it into the text thing where they're like uh, messaging each other okay yes um, yeah 
So yeah. now it's like Maisie messaging him makes him go to his exam, but before it was like a whole other thing. So it was like that's what, I mean, yeah, it's that <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> his dad was an astronaut. It was a whole thing. This <laughs> is really funny, isn't it? When we first start writing what we put in, and then yeah. now you do you look back and go, ah, oh, what did I mean? Should I have done something different? Or we, or now you kind of go, well, look, I was just learning and it was fine. Or do you look back and go, ah, oh, yeah, maybe that was just making it up as you go. I think because it took so long to make, it was quite good because we were really able to be so critical. And yes, like, yeah. I guess take criticism maybe a bit better than we would have at the time because we showed it to so many of our friends. And because it's like, you know, a certain amount of years ago when they said, oh, this is this bit I don't understand or like this bit's not very good. Mm. We we're just like, oh, OK, we'll just cut it. Whereas I think if, if you've just shot it and you're fresh out of it, mm-hmm. then you're you're more like desperate to hold on to everything yeah. you have. So, so actually, that was that was quite good for us in terms of editing. That we were quite savage with it. And another edit, yeah, we had an editor come in. Kind of, how many years in was that? Like, it was like two years. Two in. years in, and and he was really good at kind of telling what needed to go. And yeah, and and we kind of were ready for it. But I think mm. if you do it straight away, if you just start mm. cutting it straight away, it's a lot harder. Yeah, yeah, mm. it can be. Okay, so you've 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 now got your script. You you feel that you're ready to shoot. How do you go about getting your cameras, getting your teeth? How, because you've never done it before. Mm. What, and I suppose somebody listens out there and going, what? So how did you, <laughs> how did you do it? What did you actually do? Did you hire a camera? How did you bring someone in? Talk- we were quite lucky because, so um, I, before I'd done my degree, like I did a gap year job at this kind of like internet TV station thing. But it was like way before, it was like before YouTube and stuff really was a thing. Um, okay. But anyway, I was like doing an internship there and I met this guy called Ben Jakes, who then ended up like in the time while I was at university becoming a producer. Or like he hadn't actually, this was the first feature that he produced with us, but he'd like been doing production in the meantime. So he'd become way more experienced. And then mm-hmm. we like got in touch with him and right. he was quite keen to produce his first feature. So he produced it with us, but he'd like been in the industry all those years. So we uh, had friends and stuff and yeah. he like got the crew together because they were all his friends that like wanted to do their first feature too. Mm. So he um, just did Ac- Accident Man recently. Yeah, involved exactly. In that yeah. And the Hat and Gun job. Yeah. So he'd done some yeah. big movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So how did you manage to... Well, this in. was before those. So yeah, yeah. Oh, before done those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. you actually gave so him we his career. So we were his first like big feature. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not big, like a no. small feature. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but it was the first, first like feature that he produced. So, yeah. That's yeah. okay. So, so that's why, why he wanted to come on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. So yeah, so we did it with him, and like yeah, he got the crew together, and they all knew like what they were doing way more than we did. So we just like turned up not knowing anything, but the crew kind of knew what they were doing. Right. So yeah. Okay. So now you've got your kit. You got that. So in terms of you directing it, because that must have just been interesting mm. i mean you're both in it very briefly but you're in it you're in oh, it oh yeah <laughs> that was a mistake though Would you i'd like that? to say oh, that was yeah. well, so basically we don't, we don't act but the reason we're in it was because we didn't really think about it at the time but as i was saying we roped all our friends in yeah and then um in one scene we just piled everyone into the scene we gave them all lines all our friends and it was this big scene of like people playing i never um and then the next scene we were like oh we'll just take these two people and everyone was like, oh, no, they were in the last scene. And we realized the only people that hadn't been in it yet that were, like, in the house were me and Hillary. And we were like, oh, oh OK. Well, I guess <laughs> we'll have to act now. And that's, like, <laughs> it was, like, such... I mean, I think it we went OK. We had any problems with anyone in giggling in the yes. film. Like, all the actors, none of them were, like, being silly. But then when we were trying to act, like... There were so many takes. We could not stop laughing. It's just yeah. a disaster. And every time it comes up, I'm, I'm always like, 
oh, but I wasn't supposed to be in this. This wasn't on purpose. It's almost like excuses, excuses. But actually, you both come across really well in it. Oh, and thank I was you. like, they're, they're doing all right. They're holding their own against everyone else. It was no problem for me. So, yeah. No. Hillary was also like, she hadn't washed in days. Yeah, I was like, if I was on camera, wow. I could have at least showered. Method acting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're a student. You're like, I'm a student. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm not showering. It's um, like, we're all teenagers. Like, why is that girl so old? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Um, but in terms of actually directing, had you done any shot lists? Had you said, I want to know where the camera goes? You're shaking your head. Yeah, no, Where's the camera going to go? <laughs> How did you even work through all that, considering um, not being on set like We as only a worked out the schedule, like, basically the day before we started shooting, even. Like, the really? actors were like, when are we filming? When are we filming? And I was like, yeah, I'll definitely tell you soon. <laughs> because, um, and then, yeah, the shots, like, we just didn't do that at all. We'd just be like, oh, Bradley, like, the DFE, we were like, okay so this is the scene what do you think and he's like yeah probably this angle and this angle and we were like yeah that's, that sounds good it's a super organic yeah. kind of yeah, just mumblecore naturally, process yeah. yeah and therefore you were just sort of go, did you, as you went along did you sort of go oh no now I, I know I need a, a close up here or I should probably get that or were you just kind yeah. of yeah I mean, occasionally yeah we had like shots we definitely wanted that we mentioned to him but otherwise he pretty much came up with them okay how was it for you then working with the actors and sort of planning all that between you or how, how was that what did you do what did you want to get out of them how how was that process for you? I think when we auditioned, actually, I was doing my A-levels, so, like, Hillary took most of the kind of brunt of that. I imagine these were a lot of your friends. A lot of... Not, not that the much, actually. Weren't actually. Um, like not one now of, they're not. One of the... Um, the main girl's best friend. Yes. My best friend. So that's sort of, like, autobiographical as well. Yeah. Ah, okay. um, but other than that, actually, we didn't we didn't know many actors. So that's what, I think we were quite worried about that as well. So we cast the main two characters, Ben and Maisie, first. You know Wilson and Scarlett Marshall? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really um, nice. And, yeah, and then we cast their friends kind of around them who, like, fit in with them. Was it easy to set a go who you wanted and who you didn't want? Was that a nice thing to do because casting can be wonderful and it can be really difficult at the same time for various reasons yeah I don't know it wasn't it wasn't like that hard we didn't really also we didn't obviously know how it was supposed to be I just remember before the first audition I was like oh god like am I gonna be like normal or people this is what the kind of audition people are expecting I don't know but yeah it seemed it was like totally fine Gino and Scarlett we both just felt like they were really right so it was really nice. Okay, how did you bring them in in the first place? Did you put a casting call out? Were you on? Yeah, yeah. we just advertised on like Star Now and like Castle Pro. Mm-hmm. I think, and then yeah, I think Gino sent like a monologue, and um, Scarlett sent actually. She was in this like short with um, Olivia Coleman, which nice. was really cool actually. And then we saw her in that, and but it's funny because she's like the opposite character because she was uh, she's like this really mean girl in that, <laughs> and then in the in our film she's like this really nice girl who gets bullied by all mm-hmm. the mean girls. Um, and then that's what we saw from her and then we called them in together right. and they worked really well together so yeah okay so you did recalls second time did you yeah. do self tapes first of all you mentioned some tapes come in did you do self tapes at first do you remember yeah I think we did for yeah maybe we, yeah, did. we did some yeah. some of the people I can't really remember actually that much but I remember one it's guy like Jack who like auditioned uh, he was uh, one of the, the blonde guy that's friends with um, Ben yeah he like asked us in his audition if it was a scam we were like do you have any other questions and he was like is this a scam <laughs> really <laughs> that was such a great question to ask during like an audition yeah he is did the audition in the Did's end he asked if this is a scam another guy um sean who plays another one of the like uh kind of boys group mm-hmm. he asked at the end he was like do i get to get with anyone 
<laughs> we were like, that's what? a great question. And actually, he did, but it got cut out. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but did you mean it in just a night? Do you know? Do I just get to get with yeah, someone? Yeah, because they were all teenagers, character? so it was just like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like classic yeah. senior olds, you know, like, oh, can I get with someone on the? <laughs> and then when we were making the schedule, we we're like planning around lads' holidays and stuff. Like they were because they were all eighteen. They were like, oh, I'm going this lads' holiday, and I'm going this lads' holiday, and you're like, okay, right. try and schedule that in. <laughs> yeah, because the school time so. as well, you'd have to do it in the summer holidays when yeah. no one was at school. So uh, how come it's so last minute then? How come you suddenly said, right, we're going to almost start tomorrow? Was that scheduling problems? Because obviously you've got to get kit there, you've got to get teams there and prep kind of all just that. Like, I mean, it was like us being like, well, yeah, we were like, yeah, we're going to make this film, we're going to make this film. And then we realised that we both had, we were both going to go to uni. Well, I was going back to uni at the end, like at the beginning of September. Mm-hmm. So then we were like, well, if we don't film it right now, we're just not going to make it. Got so, yeah. yeah. So you were like, let's do it now. Yeah, so it's kind of like us putting it off and putting it off and then being like, it's now or never. Yeah. So, yeah. So you just went, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. How was that first day for you, both of you, on set? What was it? Was It's quite weird, yeah, because we didn't even know what a set was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> we just didn't really know what to expect at all. And we went down there and we were like, didn't sleep at all the night before because we were kind of like stressed and also scheduling. Um, but it was quite a nice first day because it was like, we we did, it was just filming cycling most of it. Yeah. We had cycling and then we had like an argument scene. Right. And the first scene was just um, trying to work out how to film people cycling. <laughs> so I think Ben had his car, um, his yellow car that we were talking about earlier. And then he was he's like he's they were like filming they just like filmed out the window of the car while they were cycling. Mm. Um, so that was that was quite fun actually. We didn't have to do that much directing I yeah. think in the first day yeah there wasn't that much you couldn't really direct them that much on the bike anyway we were just kind of like yeah so we kind of coasted through that first scene and just getting used to the concept of filming and then yeah getting yeah. used to yeah. a camera yeah. and how it actually works yeah. and all that kind of stuff yeah. is, it's yeah. quite funny because Ben had this like bright yellow car which apparently is in loads of other films as well because <laughs> right. it's always, like, an appearance in, the way. in every film <laughs> yeah right and then we were filming the bus scene there's like this long scene where on the night bus mm-hmm. which we filmed like all night on the bus just like from sundown until sun up riding this bus route up and down they were getting really suspicious but the thing they were most suspicious of is like ben's car which was tailing the bus the whole time <laughs> and they were like what's why is this car following me <laughs> it's like a bright yellow sports car right. so it's just like this bus going all night and this bright yellow sports car just tailing, tailing it, it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like quite a, like I, I wasn't even that driver was getting really good, like, freaked Hillary, out yeah. yeah I'm not surprised so you yeah. did it guerrilla style yeah, yeah. yeah so all this pretty much the whole apart from the school which yeah. you know, the, the location there everything else was kind of guerrilla everything yeah. else in a street bus stop on the bus yeah. it was just you going let's just film yeah yeah no permissions, nothing. No, no. it's like once got into trouble. But. Actually, no, a few times. Well, on the bus, <laughs> yeah, you were saying the other day that like bus driver came up and I was asking you like why why you why have you got this big camera on the bus? Yeah, because because uh, Bradley had like one of those Steadicam things that's attached to your body, you know. Yeah. Like, um, and easy rig, yeah. easy rig. Yeah, he was just like, yeah. oh, I'm just doing some like camera experiments, seeing how this camera behaves under the gravity of a bus. The bus driver going, yeah, it's a good point. I wanted to know the answer, so email me later. But then that's when he was like, but what, so why is this car, like, car following me? <laughs> I was like, oh, that, that story checks out, but then there's car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that story's <laughs> I love that you're so gorilla. I love that you just went, let's just go shoot this last minute and get a movie made because it's something I bang on about the podcast is if you want to go make a film, go do it. Hmm. Because yeah. I, I imagine you could have talked about it forever, saying to your yeah. friends. Your friends were probably, and the people who were in it were probably going, yeah, this might not happen. And da, 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 Because yeah. you were busy, you were doing your lives, and you were getting on with it, and you didn't know. And if you were going to make a film, then suddenly you go, yeah, we have to do it now. Is mm. Sometimes that kick up the arse that you need to, to do 
isn't yeah. it? Uh, and if anyone's listening out there, goes, oh, that, don't procrastinate and just go, I'm going to do it. Mm. Uh, circle that date in the calendar mm. and go, shoot, make it happen. Yeah, the post-production is the part probably where people were like, is this ever going to happen? That's, <laughs> like, it would take so it, long. And then we both went to university and we were, we were still working on it the whole time, but we couldn't work on it full time. Mm. So, so you're editing it yourself as well? Yeah, well, we did like a first cut ourselves and then yeah, we, gave, we had like brought, two other editors involved. And But like Ben, the last editor, probably did. Like he cut out, like he really reshaped it a lot. Yeah, so, gave it like, what it is now. Yeah, okay. Um, so how? So, so you've never picked up a camera before, really. You've not been on a film set before, really. The post side must have been an absolute nightmare for you to try and <laughs> DIT, put all that together, and then sit and edit it. I mean, how did you even you get that into I mean, your head? How to do Hillary it? It was quite. We kind of we'd done some editing before. With like the sound mix and the um, the grade, mm. we were constantly a bit worried about not knowing enough whereas I think actually you don't really like as a director you don't really need to know that much yeah. other than than asking what you want to ask for so I think mm. maybe we, we were almost like over nervous going into that it's really nice for our listeners to hear because you've made a second mm. movie which is what's really wonderful about this is you've already gone and made much ado um, we'll come to that in a minute because I think we've yeah, got yeah yeah I was going to say Jars, the phone board's lighting up oh is it so yeah. we've got a caller again this week we've got week, an incoming we? call now wow yeah. okay yeah. Um, there it is oh wow I think it's um, uh, Brett McKenzie and or Jermaine Clement uh, hello hi I was like looking at my screen list, my shot list, and I yeah. was like, and oh, this is looking list. like a really dead shot list. Like there's not much alive in it. So I was like giving Giles a call. Hello, Brett. I really don't know why you're calling me Brett. And or Jermaine. And or, and or Jermaine. I didn't know you knew the Flight of the Concords guys, Giles. I do not know the Flight of the Concords guys. They call me up all the time. Yeah, we like, we like do music videos together. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't really use them because they're not that good. What, your music like, videos? No, I, just the ones that you came on for I was like oh burn tough break tough Amazing. break well if only you'd called me earlier I could have given you the Shotlist app alright what, what's it so the Shotlist app thank you for asking uh, Jermaine well, thank, thank slash you. or Brett yeah. um, <laughs> or Margot Robbie or whoever you are um, <laughs> basically Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins <laughs> if you're on set uh, and you've got your paper Shotlist you should know all this by now because we've told you a few times now uh, Shotlist app collates that all for you so instead of having it on bits of paper which i used to do now everything's on shot lister so if you're moving a scene around are oh, you still here brett yeah. okay oh, uh and or jermaine uh <laughs> you can just slide it up and down the scale so you right, can move sounds really good actually. it is really good yeah, and very yeah, useful yeah, yeah. for when you're moving sets or moving a scene or if you go i want to do the wide first and everyone else on your film set gets yeah. that on their ipad or on their phone and they wow. can see exactly what shot you're doing next all right, I'm going to go and buy that. You don't actually. need to as well, no, I'm, well Brett I'm not even and or buy it. I'm just going to, yeah. Well, you would buy it, except, uh, except. we're giving it away for right. free. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, so, um, Margot Robbie or whoever you are, you can get this. All you got to do is right. email filmmakerspodcast at shotlisterapp.com. Right, Jermaine, are you hearing this? Right, get, get on that right now. Right, he said he said he's gonna get it. <laughs> I didn't hear him, but did he say right, it? Right, he said yes. Right, yes. he said yes. All right, yes. All right, he said good. he's gonna have a drink and then. Yeah. Yes, then he's going to do it. All right, great. So anyway, if you want the Shotlister app, it is free. You can get it. Go to filmmakerspodcast at shotlister.com. Tell them you listen to the podcast. Tell them you want your free copy of Shotlister app, and you can have it. So you can get it on your iPhone. You can get it on your Mac. You can get it on your Android. Uh, so do that. It's free. 
thank you, Brett. Thank you. Thank you, Jermaine. Thank you, Nicole Kidman. Oh, Nicole Kidman arrived in, <laughs> uh, in BMX Bandits. Uh, let's just name any Australian people here. So what were you saying? Sorry, before we got rudely interrupted by that phone call. So let's talk about um, budgets then and how you managed to actually raise any money for this. And did you? So we won't mention figures because we haven't signed anything with distribution yet. Okay. Um, but um, we self-funded it and we kind of did it over such a long span of time mm-hmm. that we asked a lot of people to do it in their spare time. Post-production-wise. So, post-production yeah, post-production-wise, yeah. Because yeah. food was like the main thing we spent money on, really. Because right. like, yeah, the actors, I mean, they were all like kids just finishing school, quite keen to do stuff in their summer holidays. So they were happy to just come and play. and Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think like we did pay them, but like, yeah, not, <laughs> not a lot. But still, um, that's really yeah, amazing that you yeah. paid them. So a lot of people at that I mean, level, yeah. you know, macro budget level, wouldn't have. Yeah. It's very difficult to pay people, you know. And I'm not, yeah. not yeah. saying you should do that. I'm saying yeah. it's great that you did. Um, as many filmmakers who've made their first film, so I couldn't. It's just yeah. I was, let's go shoot it. Yeah, I mean, some of them were school. expenses and stuff. Yeah, it's mm. kind of like depending on like how but, big the part was. So. Oh, yeah. Did you do and contracts well, and everything like that? And cr- did yeah, you, we did yeah, get contracts. Yeah, yeah. Great. Stuff, yeah but, and how did you know how to do that? Did you just say right, let's set this always Ben? Ben was your man. Everything. Yeah, he like had everything ready already. So. And and he would go around like when, with all the extras and be like, make sure everyone signs their contracts. <laughs> yeah. He was great. really on it. Um, also with locations, we we're really lucky. We got a school. A school Although it turned houses. out that they were doing building work during the filming. Oh, so that brilliant. was great. It just made the schedule a bit longer. Mm-hmm. And then also like there was one scene we were going to film in a gym and like the gym had been fine. And then one day we like went down to the gym ready to film. And then like it was full of like all of the stuff. It looked like the room of requirement in Harry Potter. Really? It was like, <laughs> they just, the builders have obviously put like every single thing the school owned in this one room that we were about to film in, like as a gym. And then like, I think when we were filming another scene, like Ben single-handedly like moved everything up against one wall. <laughs> so it was just like piled high to the ceiling, but then like just out of shot. Sounds like a good producer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a good producer. Someone who's prepared to get stuck in. <laughs> yeah. Does sounds... he have a cameo in the film? Or... Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he's everyone, a librarian. No one got away. Uh, oh, he's yeah. a librarian. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. I know what he looks like now. That's interesting. Um, so in terms of getting all your extras there then, I know obviously he will have helped and mm. sorts, but you've still yeah. got to ring around and get people there. Yeah, it was mostly our friends. I just messaged every one of my contacts being like, oh, that's funny you say that. Do you want to be an extra? Like, with, with, like, with like no segue. I just be like, like oh. I've just eaten a burger. Oh, do you want to be an extra? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I haven't like seen you in months. Oh, yeah. great. Do you want to come it and see me on set as an extra? Yeah, it works sometimes, though. Yeah. And because I was that young, like everyone looked right. Everyone was my, who was my age looked like school children. Mm. And so they, they all just yeah we just put them in school uniform and it worked and what did you learn from that whole experience that you obviously took on to uh, uh, much ado in terms of it'd be really interesting for our listeners to to know what you learn in terms of how could they do it what's something that you took from that that was or that they could learn from not to be too apologetic because i think yeah um we we used to have a tendency to kind of be like, oh, I'm so sorry to ask for this, but blah, blah, blah please could you do this? And yes. like, obviously, if you're asking something difficult, you should do that. But then I think we had a tendency to do it all the time about everything. And it loses its effectiveness. Yeah. 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 I think we felt well, so bad because we didn't, we, we thought like everyone knew so much and we knew nothing. And I think what we learned actually was that so many people even when they do know a lot more than you know in theory, they don't necessarily know more because it's like in that context... It's like, I don't know. It's you're the, you're the one film, who's written the story, so yeah, you're actually in a better position to know about. Things, like, change so much. Like, every day is, like, you're all trying to so- solve 
new problems. So, I mean, some people might have more experience to solve them, but quite often, like, everyone has no experience in solving them, and you're all just trying to solve them. So Yeah, and I think sometimes, like, we apologise when you're trying to get out of a situation it's a bit easier to blame it on yourself, but just not to do that too much. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, as, as sometimes as correct, you, you do take that responsibility. You still go, oh, I'm yeah. so sorry for asking. Or would it be okay? But mm. actually, yeah. you're there all to make yeah. a film. Yeah. And it's like, look, can you do that? And yeah. I suppose, you, like you say, it's a, that's a really good point. And really glad you mentioned that. Because I think it is important that as filmmakers to be like, look, this... I, I do know what I'm doing even if you don't I think you have to yeah. pretend sometimes and sort of go yeah this is fine this is what I'm doing and then if it messes up late you go okay I was wrong I'm sorry yeah. but I think at first you can, you can ask right if you yeah. don't ask you don't get yeah I guess yeah. I think it's like no one knows exactly what they're doing because it's just yeah that's yeah. what I think I don't know it's my theory <laughs> <laughs> it's a good theory it's a very good theory we haven't played the trailer we need to play the trailer don't we should we say what it's about it's about being 16 overanalyzing things the insecurities of, of when you're that age yeah it's like a little time capsule to the time in, in the noughties when we were coming of age welcome to another year at the Tennyson Witch Academy now as I'm sure you're all aware we have a new teacher joining our staff Paddington Bear I would like to be professor of physics at a big famous university, Professor Ben Maxwell, or even quite a small niche university, married to my childhood sweetheart. I would like to have a childhood sweetheart. If mommy and daddy wanted grandchildren, they shouldn't have sent me to some rubbish old girls' school. I never meet any boys, and then Holly ruins my chances. Well, I guess me and Megan can grow old together and look after abused donkeys in Cornwall. But I mean, if I could just get his family to come over for dinner, because... Last time we hardly got to spend any alone time together. But do you really want to have your first kiss and your parents are in the next room? Megan, I wouldn't care if they're in the same room. I just want to have had a kiss. You haven't kissed anyone. I've kissed three boys. Oh, ha, ha, ha. We'll make your own way home. I've been working on this physics project all week and I'm not accepting anything less than an A this time. It's just me. Oh no, poor innocent Maisie. She only likes playing games. She wouldn't possibly like anything fun. Better just leave her out. I should do something. Shit, I really should. Bloody hell, they think I'm so boring, so predictable. Just go for it. Shock them all out of their stupid heads. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, alcohol inhibits the chemical in the kidneys that cause the reabsorption of water from the loop of Henley, so that if you drink more, you get more liquid passing through your body, and um, basically, people eat more at parties and stuff. 
So look, it is a really fantastic film, and you managed to speak to distributors about this film. You managed to do that and get it to a place now where you might sell the film. Let's talk about that because that's really hard to go through that whole post-production to get it to that stage and then go, now what do I do with it? Because people don't know what to do with it. Did you think about the festival route? Did you think about, um, you know, just go straight to disputes and letting them do it? What was your process? I guess the first thing that seemed the least scary was the festival thing. So we started applying to festivals and then mm-hmm. the first festival we got into was um, the London Independent Film Festival, which Woo-hoo! we went to quite recently. So that was great. It was great. Um, yeah. And then... And then after that, like Cannes was quite shortly after, so we went to Cannes, just the market. Just turned um, up. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you, what did you take with you to Cannes? Uh, we Press got kits, kits yeah. one sheets, yeah. trailer. Yeah. We also made like a um, press kit and stuff for Much Ado, which we hadn't finished yet, but we'd shot it. So mm-hmm. we thought like, yeah, like, exactly, like people wanted to come on board now. Okay, so now you're in talks with mm. distribution companies. So after Cannes, you mm. came back and you, yeah, tell us what's happening. There's one company we're probably going to go with, but um, we haven't signed anything, so we thought we wouldn't, wouldn't mention it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the, the difference between kind of them and the other ones we talked to were they'd actually seen the film. So I think what we were they quite... actually watched yeah, the film. It's a good I, I think I was, a good quite, I was quite surprised by like, the amount of um, sales agents who are happy to just go off seeing the trailer mm. and, and, and some that were saying they thought they could sell it. But with just, just seeing the trailer, just seeing the poster and saying kind of comparing it to other films and saying I think it's like this film therefore we could sell it and yeah it was, it was quite a different experience with this one other one because they said they'd seen it and they were they were kind of really enthusiastic um, so that made quite a difference how did you get but it to them what did you do just did you cold call did you send uh, we invited them to premiere we invited a bunch of people yeah to okay. yeah um, good way to do it is, uh, yeah. premiere and get them to come there okay. yeah and that yeah. was quite a good environment as well because we did it, we did quite a lot of marketing and kind of did a big big push to get a lot of people and I think how many did it, 370 people came so mm. it was quite a good environment to have the sales agent in be like yeah, oh look at all these like, people yeah. <laughs> um, so that was quite nice um, and yeah and I think seeing it seeing it with an audience is so much better as well mm. some of the sales agents we talked to we actually met the night before or we met people who knew them the night before and we Just set like up a parties. meeting the next day mm-hmm. which I didn't really think happened I was quite surprised that actually was a thing mm-hmm. but yeah so some of the meetings we just got from being in Cannes and just yeah. meeting people at Cannes yeah I think Cannes yeah. a great place to do that people will just meet you because you've got a film you've made yeah. you're not just nobody you know with nothing yeah. you've got something you've made something you're mm. valuable you could be the next whatever you know yeah. damn brothers or sisters <laughs> in this case <laughs> so you're in a good place now to sell the movie which is great but people can watch the trailer now which they yeah. can there'll be a link to that in the show notes and then you moved well not swiftly on your yeah. <laughs> next film was Much Ado. So let's yeah. talk about that real quick, about the mm. process between that and how to make a micro-budget films on your own, you know, and yeah. sort of go out there and do everything yourself and do mm. it. What tips and tricks can you give to people? So that was, like, quite a different film in the, uh, like, um, filming environment because we lived, we all lived together. Mm. So there's 18 in the cast. Um, you lived with 18 people? Yeah, we lived, more, like, 30 more like 30 people. more like 30, yeah, <laughs> including you? crew and, yeah. So wow. It was, like, We all really stayed in mad. one house in the countryside. It was, like, our parents' house, so we, like, shot there. And then, uh, yeah, we were all staying there for, like, three weeks. So you basically, you, you said to your parents, right, we're going to stay at your house. Yeah. We're going to film there. We're gonna our parents much. weren't there, thank God. Well, thank God, <laughs> because they'd be, like, as soon as that first day and the cables are laid and the mess is everywhere, they'd be yeah. like, this is not happening for another 18 days or 30 days, or however yeah. many it was. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So, so we, yeah, we're shifting everyone around when 
like when we were filming it was like don't make noise around this part of the house and um so that was actually more intense weirdly it was like harder than soundtrack 16 in a lot of ways mm. because it was all in one concentrated period yeah. and, and mm. space <laughs> and you just couldn't get away like there was no alone time which yeah. was quite tough because yeah. you just sometimes you just wanted to sleep or I don't know, no one to bother you, but there was just, someone was always asking you, like, where are the cups? And you're like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, like, after I decided to quit my PhD and we decided to do film full-time. Okay. And we thought, well, we've got to make a film straight away. Otherwise, we're just, like, we can't call ourselves filmmakers if we're not making a film. So, sure. um, so we were like, right, we'll start right now. And we looked at all the films that we wanted to make in the future because um, we have like kind of a list of films we want to write and one of the films we wanted to make was Much Ado um, we were like well you know it's already written because Shakespeare wrote it so mm-hmm. that's the quickest let's do that and what I love um, about the credits is that it says written by Henry Shakespeare <laughs> and Elizabeth Shakespeare and William Shakespeare <laughs> yeah last of all William Shakespeare <laughs> yeah, <is> the <laughs> he contributed something how great is that he, get, uh, he gets the and does yeah, he, he the credits the and, yeah, and <laughs> William Shakespeare <laughs> <laughs> So it's based on the, the Shakespeare's Much Ado About Nothing mm-hmm. and you sort of adapted it and made it work uh, on sort of a lad's sort of, you know, just returning from a rugby tour and stuff mm. and ended up in this. That must have been, I mean, so much fun to shoot, but, you yeah, know, yeah. Do you, what, what did you brought from the first film that you, you took onto this one? Um, I guess we kind of knew what to expect a lot more because we weren't, we weren't as afraid going in. We were kind of like, we've done this before. Because whenever mm. you do something for the first time, it's like, oh God, what on earth is this going to be? Whereas we kind of thought like, yeah, we, we know that like it's going to be like that kind of. Um, I mean, it was quite different because we had like a lot more on our shoulders because we were just producing it, the two of us, and because everyone was living with us and we were directing it and like we had to sort of maintain the house and the production side and like mm-hmm. everything. It felt like there were a lot of more fires to put out that we didn't anticipate. We had a hornet invasion. Wow. Hornets just descending on the house and breaking all the lights. Breaking and the lights? How yeah, tough are these hornets? they love light. They're ex- attracted to light. But still, and they come out them. at night. Yes, yeah, like, so you mean filming they and they go just into them. Exactly. They go into the light, and then the light just like I can't blows help because it. there's like it's a million so beautiful. In it. Yeah, <laughs> like that, straight in. And yeah. Wow. So there yeah. were like way more challenges actually, and also yeah, and and when we're filming, you know, you film something and then you light the area you're filming, mm-hmm. and then the hornets would be attracted to that area. Oh, I see. So they're trying to act, yeah. then they're afraid of the yeah. hornets. Yeah, we had a we had a scene in a tent, and these two guys lying down in a tent, and the hornets were just like whacking on the tent and they were just like are we okay to film and we were like yeah sure, sure you'll be fine <laughs> so you both directed that you yeah. both wrote it you both produced it uh you're editing it as well right now yeah that's cool though right i mean that's just it's inspiring for anyone out there you're two young girls and you've gone do you know what we're gonna make something on our own fully on our own this time and mm. from what you learned from your first film and, yeah. and done it and super exciting right so you how long before that would be ready to have a trailer or ready to yeah Yeah, we finished editing it we just got to the point where we thought like we 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 want to take a little like month off and think about it before it's important yeah yeah because otherwise you'd miss a bit give it some distance yeah Yeah, okay that's wise yeah how was it working with actors this time because it was a lot of boys it was how was that sort of going through that process of you know, dealing with that. Any egos on set? No, not really. They weren't like rugby lads, even though the characters are The characters lads. are. They're, yeah. they're actors playing so, it because you so cast a lot really of, you know, sweet. yeah, people who've um, done a lot of work this yeah, time. Yeah, and some of the people yeah. who were in Soundtrack 16 were in it as well, actually. So. Which is yeah. nice. So yeah. we knew yeah. some of them. And some of them were actually our friends as well. So we we kind of felt like we knew everyone quite well by the time mm. we started. Mm-hmm. And we did quite a few rehearsals as well. That really, really helped. I think the main challenges are more like the uh, external things and 
like the Hornets we were saying, and then one of the hardest scenes was we were filming in a pond in the middle in of the, the night. Pond, yeah. Okay. yeah, so I don't know how people people know much to do but in the wedding uh hero usually faints that's right um and we kind of tried to give her a bit more agency and tell the story a bit more from hero's point of view Mm -hmm. um and at the same time she's still a teenager so we had her run away and kind of in a a kind of self-harm way go into this into this pond and kind of because her father's told her you know you should you should die mm-hmm. was think. one of the big and reasons for this because you had a pond in your garden yeah pond. Yeah. 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 use what you've got we, we right? saw it we were like you know it would look cool and it's like um so everyone says it's always like a feeder yeah. 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 yeah it's like yeah. her in the pond and, her, and she, nice. she she's so beautiful and her hair is is like kind of flowing in the, yeah, the wedding dress wedding and everything thing. Thing. Mm. Yeah. Um, but she was so like tolerant because we put her in there and we put her in like a wetsuit. Yeah, but we didn't realize how cold it was. Because I went in yeah. the pond to like test it out. But I'm quite like hardy. <laughs> so yeah. I was just like, oh, this is fine. Um, but also like, I guess I was like swimming about as well. And then she got in and then she, I think she's naturally very cold anyway. And within seconds, she was like going blue. And we were yeah. like, oh God. Gosh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. gosh. Totally and then different. we like, yeah. And then we had her in a wetsuit and stuff. And then eventually when she came out, she had the wetsuit off and like these fish just fell out of the wetsuit. Stop it. <laughs> we were like, that's oh. a shit wetsuit. <laughs> <laughs> we did have crew. Yeah, we had, yeah. I mean, it was very small. We had. Well, we got. I roped in one of my friends who doesn't work in film at all, um, just like to use his holiday to come and help us out. And he like manned the email and cooked for us and like manned the house, and that was really helpful. Wow, because that's <laughs> great friend. Great yeah. friend. And he usually works in tax, and he has like like quite long days. And yeah. then he took this two-week holiday. It was like his holiday for the year to do this film, and then just went back to work the next day. Wow. It's like wow. Like, we had two like, ads, and but they kind of subbed in for each other. Right. Um, so you had to control it because therefore it's your minds overseeing everything, and that's really difficult. Yeah. To I mean, keep we were doing all the scheduling and everything. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, you're gluttons for punishment. So, uh, that's, <laughs> that's tough as old boots is doing all that and managing yeah. it and directing it together and you know doing the whole producing thing I mean congratulations yeah we didn't get much sleep it was yeah we got no sleep yeah and we started having like synchronised nightmares (laughs) (laughs) would you do it again yeah I don't know I think I don't think I'd live with people next time maybe I think because I would do it. I mean it depends what's at stake you know like I okay would, well let's I, say I could do it again okay let's it say it wouldn't be my preference to do it that way right again. what happens if yeah. William wrote a new play <laughs> now and said to you girls William why don't you two adapt it just for us just for you and be yeah. the Shakespeare I would team say again. yes you'd say yes there you go yeah. so you would do it again for yeah. that cousin Will cousin Will maybe you wrote yeah. something you know like 12th mm. Nightish, or you know, that sounds uh, familiar. A, a, a Midsummer Night's Nightmare, you know what I mean? Something like that. Uh, what's something that our listeners can take away in terms of making a micro budget film and making something on your own? What, what, what lessons or what, what would you advise would you give mm. someone going and doing it now? I think definitely like using what kind of what's similar to what it's saying we had a pond in the house we were like how can we use this and like if you look at what you already have access to and with our first film as well we had access to the school because we just left it and if you look at like what things you can use and then start writing your script from there Mm -hmm. then that's really good for micro budget I think because then you're working in everything you can use that makes it look higher budget but you can actually have access to brilliant I think also I guess like we've always been most held back by being afraid that we're not experienced enough and whatever so I just think like just 
like everyone's just trying to do whatever they can to get it done so it doesn't really matter if you know what the normal way is or the right way is and you don't need to worry about what the right way is just like whatever you do to get it done is the right way so like yeah brilliant advice very good girls this has been amazing thank you so much where can people find the film they can go to your website which is shakespeare-sisters.com it's shakespeare-sisters.com get it right there you go not not .co.uk Robbie (laughs) didn't notice so they can go there and they can see the trailer online Uh, but soundtrack 16 is soundtrack16.com sorry yeah but the the trailer's on your website as well anyway it doesn't matter it might they both link to each other they I both think, think but, yeah. so it's all there so go there and find out I'll put a link to the trailer in the show notes um, thank you very much for coming on girls well, really appreciate it and you, have both, you are both inspiring to, to many filmmakers out there wannabe filmmakers that you can go do it and you can do it yourself congratulations where can people follow you online Hilary start with you on socials um, we actually have like the sort of joint social media so we're oh, Shakespeare cool. Sisters Film at Instagram and Facebook and Facebook and then we're Shaq's the sisters on Twitter because S H A X P E R sisters. That's how. That's one of the ways in, right? Shakespeare spelled his name. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. also a number of characters number so. of characters yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay cool yeah. so find them there and do go follow them because these yeah. girls are going places and they're great so do that uh, Robbie it's been a pleasure having you here thanks Jars. pleasure as always it's been nice not to hear you because um, <laughs> I haven't got the headphones on that's what I meant <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good to know yeah. well, uh, people can follow you at Robbie That's McCain, Robbie McCain yeah. and you can go to his website at robbymccain.com oh what no it's .co.uk uh, you can go to my website if you like I've got my new stuff on there jarsalderson.com hey I've never given a shout out for that before what's yeah. that Robbie yeah no nothing good uh, you can follow me at Charles Alderson or you can follow the podcast at Filmmakers Pod uh, you can hear a whole back catalogue of films of our films of podcasts you can hear a whole back catalogue of podcasts all 117 of them all about how to make films there's so much info and knowledge if you do like any of them do give us a nice review but more than that pass this information on tell your friends because that's how we grow because we're doing this because we love it so if you enjoy this in any way do pass that message on and uh, we can all share the love right until next tuesday keep making your films and if you are lucky enough to do well and rise up it's your duty to send the elevator back down anna elizabeth thank you thank you for having me Hilary, thank you. Thanks for having us. Robbie, thank you. Giles. Uh, Brett, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now get out of here. Yeah, and go, all right. go and get that uh, shooters thing. <laughs> Shotlister. 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 Shotlister it. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Brett. Uh, cool. He's, he's been on the line this whole time. It must be a really expensive right, now, phone I've been bill. listening to this and I've been thinking, yeah, I'm going to go and make a, make a film. Maybe you're, are you an imposter? <laughs> you're not really Brett, are you? Until next time, everyone, we will see you next Tuesday. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.